初めてのルーブルはなんてことはなかったわ私だけのモナリザもうとっくに出会ってたから初めてあなたを見たあの日動き出した車止められない喪失の予感Hello, everyone, and welcome to your uncle's beach house, episode 50! <laughs> episode 42 plus one. Oh, yeah, damn. Damn. Episode 43. It's beach house. You know what it is. It's beach house. I what's, guess... the, what's, the, what's, the, um, what's the hitchhiker's number? Is that 42? That is 42. Okay. I read hitchhikers like right at like first year of college and I feel like very little of it stuck with me and I feel like the culture has moved on everyone found new like the kids don't give a shit about hitchhikers thank god because like the old when I was growing up it was like held up as like this pet bastion of humor and I just don't I just don't buy it I just don't, it's fine it's fine I had a good time but come on I I remember reading it um and like I watched the 2005 movie and it was just fine but like it absolutely was like oversold and just born into culture in a way that it didn't it didn't help it uh, i bet reading it now you'd have a great speaking time speaking of things born into culture that didn't help it we're here to talk about evangelion <laughs> um famously i guess if you just listen to the podcast and don't like talk to us uh we did an evangelion episode about two three years 2018 whenever the netflix thing happened um, yeah in the lead up to the netflix thing hadn't happened yet right we did it before that Uh, and we we watched Evangelion. We did a fairly negative. Yeah, we we linked it. it. What episode is that? What number? Give it to people oh, so we can. Evangelion Beach House. Let's see. Does that going to come up on? A... Yes, it will come up on. It that's four episode four. Beach House episode four. Second yeah. November twenty eighteen. It's on YouTube. I bet it has a bunch. Of, I bet it has like a really bad ratio because uh, we're kind of rude to Evangelion. Um, I mean, no one's watched it. It's actually probably what happened because no one, well, no one watches YouTube podcast. We didn't even put them up on YouTube anymore. That's um, because the copyright thing got so ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, in that episode, I, I'm, I'm, it's me especially hard on Evangelion. Didn't yes. care for it that much. Um, in the intervening time, it's hit Netflix, and you'd think this wouldn't matter much because I didn't watch it on Netflix. But what happened was. The people who grew up like idolizing Evangelion, they were always going to be drawn to Evangelion, they wanted the arty anime, uh, in many ways got drowned out by just folks watching Evangelion and realizing that it's just anime. It's just anime. It's anime. You know? It's just an anime. Also, also, in the intervening three years, we've watched a fuck ton of anime. And specifically, like, the influences we've we've gone back to the 70s and 80s yeah and we've watched a lot of I'm stuff picking away haven't. at ultraman yeah. we've both watched idion we've seen blue blazes we know what anna's like now we've, we've seen, seen a... wings of honey amase we've watched gunbuster we covered gunbuster you know like i've watched uh, the first season of space battleship yamato yeah exactly i watched uh, the movie you know same thing <laughs> damn 
That's a good song. The thing that happened was everyone, like this thing that was on a pedestal, the thing that drove me crazy was like my whole premise was the Evangelion has plenty of problems and I wish people would like acknowledge them because everyone talks about it like it's a masterpiece and I just don't see it. And in 2021, yeah, the Evangelion's got its flaws and most people are willing to acknowledge that. And um, the things that I like about the show are still true and I can just like them normally. And the things I don't like about like the last couple episodes and the end of Ava in general uh, is all still true. And that's all good. I feel very normal about Evangelion. Or I did until the discourse started up again because the discourse machine outstrips my ability to be normal <laughs> in all instances. It's true. Especially um, with Eva. Yeah because uh, it's just how it goes um, but it's it's very strange especially because like Eva's position as an anime is weird we are I get I feel like a fraud when I say this but I think it's true we are anime fans we have seen a lot of anime I don't think that's true for me I think I've seen a little bit of anime and I am like the you know, thing the thing that happened is unlike most people who consider themselves anime fans we don't watch like three new shows a season all we are watching is foundational anime <laughs> we are watching like 70s and i still don't think i've seen enough like i haven't gone back no no, no. Like what we, what we have seen like if you look at like we've been doing gundam for like four years what we've done in these four years is like go through an education in anime and the way that the yes. average like person watching anime doesn't do they're watching naruto like but, i read naruto that was one <laughs> month of my life on this stupid road <laughs> but also like when we say an education in anime i don't even like it's more an education in eva because <laughs> it's all the stuff we focus because it's a mecha show is like this stuff it's all stuff that deals in like this yes. we, i haven't gone back and watched like uh ashton joe right which is equally as yeah, important no, as I, I wish i wish um, i was watching touch instead of gundam right. uh, pretty much every week <laughs> pretty much every week uh, so there's definitely blind spots and there's definitely things but like we come into this from the outside at least this on this podcast maybe not in 2018 we are now fully coming in from the side of anime nerds and the discord starts up and then like the film twitter side of my feed all watches eva and it's like you know i'm not it's not being rude here because a lot of them enjoy the film and they're being honest about it, but they are—they haven't seen. They—they they are approaching it as like a movie, and it's like I know, like you don't understand. This bit's from uh, this Yamato thing. He's done this from Ultraman and blah 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 blah. Right? Uh, yeah. So there's just like there's a massive chasm in the ways different people talk about Eva because I of think how the big. Thing, it is. I think the thing that bothers me there is the same people are extremely derisive of like Tarantino fans who do the same thing. Yes. It's the same thing. All I'm and asking for is little consistency. <laughs> It's and, okay. It's okay to watch it even be like, I like all these cool things. I don't want to watch Ultraman. I don't really want to watch Ultraman. I'll be honest with you. I'm watching it because I feel like I should, but I don't, I'm not loving Ultraman. Um, but it's, it's also okay for people to watch like Tarantino movies and be like, I don't want to watch like Band Apart. I don't want to watch Breathless. You know, Breathless kind of sucks. It's fine. Don't worry about it. Uh, yeah, they're both stealing from Breathless. And you know what? I like Tarantino and Eva both more than Breathless. Yeah, no, that's true. I, uh, yeah. Even though like Anna and Tarantino both love Breathless. Uh, I'm, I'm on that side of things. Uh, Tokusa uh, loves Breathless. <laughs> I feel like Tokusa. <laughs> I also feel like Tokusa. But it does mean that there's like, whenever a new Eva thing comes out, there's a lot of discussion from a lot of people who care a lot and are very smart. Uh, but everyone has different contexts. So the lack of context in different people's discussions means there's a lot of overlap and means the discourse gets really heightened. Um in a way also, that I don't think the, anyone's the people, fault. The people, like, the people who love Ava love it with a, a very 
furious passion that I don't feel for a lot of things in my life. So I find it a little like hard to handle. I'll be but honest. I don't even mean the like long term Ava because like that's one group. It's long term Ava fans who just love it and think it's the most sure. Fun. But like anyone who loves End of Ava specifically loves it. Like there's like something elemental about the experience watching it for them that I just don't. I've get. never. It's weird that I've never felt that because we talk about this in the original episode and like. I've I in many ways dislike End of Eva more than you because of how attached I am to Eva as a show about depression and talking about like your emotions and how even as a depressed person who has felt suicidal and will continue to feel suicidal and you know I'm I'm gonna have bad times again I go good and bad times but I will feel just awful in the future End of Eva doesn't actually reflect the ways in which i think i like go through feeling awful and i think that tying in the gender stuff to the depression stuff is like strange and uh, ultimately um it narrows eva's vision in a way i find frustrating uh that i think that the stuff in the show about shinji's uh, uh like ability to rape people is much better uh but i understand for a lot of people like the vision of end of eva as like first of all an anime that's like edited really weird uh i don't know another way to say that just like very bold in its formal choices which is the reason i feel like it crosses over uh to like film fans more than anime fans uh because it is doing that in a way that even a lot of its influences don't bother to do um but it is also like just boldly awful (laughs) uh and either you're on board with that or you're not i guess yeah um so I, I get it, actually, if you're just like, this is electric. I haven't seen anything like this. Why? Because no one, <laughs> no one makes stuff like End of Eva. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I, have, I have movies like that. I feel that way about The Fountain, which is a boring movie about loving your wife too much in a bad right. way. Yes. Uh, but I, I love that movie. I, it's very precious to me. And I understand all of the problems with it. Uh, you know, it just is what it is. Sometimes you just love what you love. Um, but this is all to say, like, I, I worry that people coming to that, and even like hearing the start of my discussion, they won't be like, "Oh, is Jackson start tweeting me?" Or being, I'm like, "No, I'm like, Eva's a thing that everyone discusses, and it's very heightened." But I'm like mostly normal about it now, and I understand that a lot of the like friction is just because it's such a loud thing uh, yep. that can't just be, uh, you know, exist as a real thing. Just like much like thing. Shinji, I'm I'm just normal now. I'm this normal time now. I'm normal. This time I'm normal. Even Galleon rebuilds a colon. This time I'm normal. <laughs> Dash Shinji Akari. Dash Shinji Akari. No one else. No one else, but just Shinji. <laughs> what if Shinji was normal? Anno dared to ask. Yeah. So yeah, this podcast is specifically about the rebuilds, and I guess mostly about um four point oh for uh three point oh plus one point oh, which we're just going to call four from now on. One point oh one thrice upon a time. Uh, thrice upon a time. Yes, because it's the third ending of Eva. Yeah, um, I watched the rebuilds. What last year? Year before that? Probably twenty nineteen. Be my guess. Um. And then, um, cause there's like, oh, the, the fourth one's coming and then COVID happened and everything got pushed back or whatever. And, uh, we were going to do like coverage of all these. And I was like, I don't want to do that. I'm, well, it was always going to be again. one podcast, but we were going to yeah, like, yeah. rewatch them all and really go through them. But now it's like, ah. Eh. So let's briefly touch upon the rebuild. So spoilers for Evangelion and end of Evangelion yes. presumed. If don't... Also, also just, I assume you've watched 1.0 if you're going to, if you like the three yeah, yeah. one if you're clicking on this. Yeah, yeah, no, this is this is everything. We're just going to talk about Evangelion. Um, yes. Trying to spoil other pieces of media, obviously. Um, anyway, so um, Ava 1.0 is like a retelling of a bunch of episodes, and it's boring as fuck, and it's a waste of everyone's time, except there's a little bit at the end that's important, so you have to watch it. Miserable. <laughs> terrible movie. Yeah, uh, uh, it's easily the worst Ava thing, because, like, you know, there are times where I, like, I hate it. I would rather watch Death and Rebirth, which is just like a clip show movie, because at least there's, like, good music around it. 
And it's like, because it's so much more of a clip show, it's like formally different. Yes, yes. Okay. But like, you know, I, I hate End of Eva sometimes. Not, you know, I'm a piece now, but there are times I'm like, what the fuck is this movie? There's like awful thing. Um, but that's, that's, a, that's an emotional reaction to an honest piece of art, which is ideally, honestly, what you want. I have no feelings towards uh, 1.0 other than the CGI makes all the angels look worse. <laughs> I think I think the ending where Ray talks Shinji into firing the gun and like it's a whole like, you must feel your emotions fucking sucks. Well, it's not just that. It's like, uh, I mean, there's one. The one part I like is that Misato just takes him down to the basement, um, because j- j- fuck it. <laughs> Here's what's in the basement. We're not doing this. We have four movies. Um, and well, that- turns turns out actually that's not what's in the basement this time. Uh, that is definitely what's in the basement. What are you talking about? Because uh, when we get to four, we see what's, what was actually in the basement, and it's not that. It was never that. That's just what Shinji perceives it to be. It's what Masato perceived it to be. Well, no, I mean, the, the Evangelion imaginaries in the anti-universe is a different thing. Anyway, that's the <laughs> thing for later. <laughs> um, but uh, the, they go to the basement and it's Lilith this time instead of Adam. But the, the details of the evil law has never mattered. I couldn't give a shit. <laughs> like, yes. Uh, I think caring about that is uh, ludicrous. Um, the important thing is, we always said... Oh, then you, then you got to start caring about ancient aliens and Ava 2.0, and I'm not going to do that ever, so... Um, I think you'll find uh, Nausicaa. I can just read that. <laughs> I can just read Nausicaa. <laughs> you can just read Nausicaa in the Valley of the Wind. It's really good. Um, but I think Misato taking Shindy down into the basement is the start of like the stuff I like in 2.0 where everyone just starts talking to each other in the way that we were... Like, why didn't everyone just talk to each other in the show? I feel like they could do that and solve their problems. So you are a huge fan of 2.0. I yes. think it's like up and down and I think the bad stuff in it fucking sucks to the point where like I can't really get on board with the movie. Um, and specific, it's specifically, there's a bit where Kaji's like weirdly like does gay panic at Shinji, which I hate. I find it skin crawlingly awful. It also is literally the scene after Mari like lands with her boobs in Shinji's mouth. We'll, we'll talk about this. I think Mari's funny. I think, I think everything about her is creatively bankrupt, but I find that hilarious. Uh, I mean, in the context of 2.0, it goes from like these two, like these two scenes right back to back to like literally back to back. It's less than six seconds between those two things happening. Um, yes. And then, like, ten minutes later, Asuka's in the new plug suit being like, what have you done? Why? Mari's thing is, she's... Ray and Asuka are, like, classic, like, best girl. They're, like, the origin of best girl discussions online in a lot of ways. At least in the West. Yeah, in the West, yes. Um... And it, Ava's so old that when they did the rebuilds, they had to introduce a new girl to appeal to what anime perverts are into now to sell a bunch of figures and shit. And so they get this girl who's got like the glasses and like she just has a look that is like different. She's like she's like Marie in Persona 4 Golden, like just this type of like add-on character. Like uh, no one on staff was actually into this, but we, we, we ran a poll on what people were into and we designed the perfect girl to sell figures of. Yes. And that's what Mari is. And her whole gimmick is that she shows up and she's like weird and like like kind of overly aggressive in a different way than Asuka and she speaks a bunch of languages badly and I find all that That's ridiculous. So good. <laughs> um, I begins with Kaji speaking English terribly. I love it. <laughs> yeah. Um and so there's that stuff there's, there's, there's Kaji gay panic stuff which I don't like and then um th- this rebuild is bad generally about Asuka in that it doesn't take the time really to invest in her as a character and also just likes still doing all the creeper shit with Asuka. She puts on like an experimental plug suit at the end of this that is like the grossest thing in Ava, like in outfit wise. It's nasty. Yeah, it's just her plug suit, but like it's all transparent. So like, yeah, 
Yeah. It's transparent. It, like it, it, it's cut so it like looks like she's like wearing like like really small underwear or whatever. They made a figure of this. Did you know that? Of course they did. I didn't know that, but I knew it. Like, why would you not sell it, right? So there's a. I'm. This is a little bit of an aside. Um, there's a there's a Bandai figure line called Figure Eyes Laba, which I happen to like quite a bit. I have a Hatsune Miku and I have a uh, one from Love Live, and they they don't make them very often. They're kind of because they're all like experimental. Like we're trying new stuff with these, and they made one of this fucking suit, and I was so mad the day that it was announced. Um, Let me send you the image of this for you to react to. Here you go. Yeah, of course. And the whole thing with this one is the the yellow pieces are transparent enough that you can see, like, the flesh tone underneath of her fucking weird, like, I've got suspenders covering my nipples, and that's, like, my character design. It's fucking awful. I hate this. It's the grossest thing. It, like, single-handedly sinks 2.0 for me, which is otherwise a fine movie because there's a bit about, like, Kaji's, like, got a whole area that's, like clean ocean right that's in that movie right yeah yeah that, that movie is like yeah, that's a slice great. of life movie i think it's fantastic the, the, the like, last 20 minutes is like incredible like all the stuff with like we're third impacts happening now actually motherfuckers hold on um that stuff's great uh yes so so my thing is the first of all i watched it like before we even started and i think i think we're like we're like still in uh i was living in the old place so we're still in first gundam i think when i watched uh when i watched 2.0 for the first time and I watched it right after. Stop sending me these images. <laughs> you just sent me a reverse image so you can see that, like, yes, the transparent part does go down enough to be, like, halfway through her butt. Uh, yep. It's so fucking disgusting. But yeah, so, like, I just, like, had to compartmentalize. I do not blame anyone for being, like, this stuff sucks so bad I hate this movie. Um, yeah. Like, if that's your position, then, like, you know, I'm not going to argue against it. This stuff sucks. Uh, I think it's, like, disrespectful to characters that should be treated better. Um but like the Evangelion story, the anime the, story, really. The anime story, really. But Evangelion especially, because like the the thing, this is obviously a thing that people talk about when they talk about Evangelion, which is its relation to like Eva is Anno's like response to Weebs and like Ataku generally, and desperately trying to shake them out of their sleeper, but they won't listen to him. And I'm like, that's he's one of them. He's one of them. He's First like this, he's and he's been them. selling to them for decades. But the idea that because like, they they've seen talks going around, but like oh. Uh, they had to remake Eva to like move um, anime away from the like post Eva Moe craze, and which he thought was like stunting growth. I'm like, what? Do you, the movies have this stuff in them. Like, th- even if they have said that publicly, which I haven't gone through with their comments, but even if that is what they're saying, it's full of shits. <laughs> That's just not what's happening here. The movies are already this. They are partly in the culture. They are fully doing this. Honestly, like Gainax and Kara stuff is some of the worst about it. Uh, like, you know, I haven't watched every Kyoani show, but it's better about it than, than Gynex has been. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, um, the stuff that I do like in the movie is, like, where it starts deviating, I think is all genuinely fantastic. Watching it for the first time was uh, just an experience that is very rare for me to have watching a movie because I was... So, I'm At this point when I watch it, which is before I've watched, like loads of new anime and i care about judo more than anything i care about eva um at this point it's like shinji and like evangelion is mech stuff to me so a movie about um we are going to show you what it is like for better things to be possible and the ways in which those better things are possible are specifically through characters externally communicating like shinji 
is better in this movie not just because of Shinji's actions but because of Rei's actions because of Misada's actions because everyone like talks to each other. there's a scene where like she goes to do the ele- Asuka goes to the elevator slap and Rei just like stops her uh, because it does, you know because we could actually we could do that we could talk about things and I think it expresses that really well to the point where the ending um, where Shinji like just takes control of his own emotions and makes third impact happen by his own force of will is genuinely euphoric uh, I think it's amazing um and then you know because obviously when i watched it the first time i'm like crying this is cinema the the boy finally did it we've been waiting for decades and he did it uh come back and watch it again i forgot about the part where actually as he's doing that everyone is going uh sele won't be happy about this (laughs) yes Um, uh which sets up the core of the conflict in these movies and especially my frustration with 3.0 uh frustration is the wrong word but like in there after 3.0 there is a cliffhanger and this conflict is not resolved but at this point i'm like these movies the ending of 2.0 posits these movies are about shinji doing the right thing and it being meaningless because gendo has set him up to fail um and then begins like another 11 year wait as we go will anno realize this Anyway, 3.0. 3.0 is my favorite of these. Um, It's like there's a time skip. Shinji, they're near third impact. Like, the world's totally fucked now. It's, like, not even an option anymore. The world's just bad. And everyone's living on, like, this one airship that's, like, the last bastion. And Masato has turned into a mini Gendo. And she sucks now. And, like, it's, it's, like, bleak. It's, like, a vision of things that are cool in anime terms. But, like, it's genuinely, like, incredibly bleak. But in this world, Shinji comes back, like, having been tied. Like, everyone else has lived this time and he's been time skipped or whatever and he's no he's fine he is like so much of evangelion is about Anno's perception of a very particular type of like adolescent depression that i just don't i've never related to like my depression just doesn't manifest this way and i don't see myself in it and realize like the other end of this is shinji in a world that is broken and everyone in it is evil all of these adults are terrible misato is a horrible person gendo is a horrible person i blame gendo more than i blame misato but that doesn't absolve her of fucking anything and shinji's just like a normal boy trying to navigate a very terrible space and feels emotions and he does that by hanging out with kaworu and playing piano and i finally understand what anyone saw in kaworu as a character in this movie i'm like man this is what the people who enjoy evangelion have been seeing all along i wish that was me because i had a great time <laughs> i mean the chorus of 3.0 is like fundamentally better than it was in the show where he just kind of like stands and shows up for one shower. episode and they're like yes it's and like, like hey, menaces Shinji, him for 20 minutes it's my dick in your face and he's like oh and then you're like okay thanks guys and then he's already dead um, yeah and like this this movie's not perfect like it does this by erasing ray that existed in the second movie basically like his whole thing is like i'm gonna go find ray and he finds koro and koro is like i'm gonna be in we're just gonna hang out and try to understand each other and shinji's like yeah okay i'm willing to do that but like you have to sacrifice ray to do that because only one person can matter in evangelion at a time that's just how this works <laughs> um but i like it um i like the last 20 minutes i remember being total nonsense like who gives a shit but like i i like that movie a lot yeah it's, but, so- but we both end up with that with like the thing we need is for Shinji, hopefully, but someone to realize all you got to do is destroy Gendo because that movie ends with ah everything, even in Masato's machinations have all been part of Gendo's master plan. You're like, oh, so because Anno has always seen himself as Gendo. That is just what Evangelion's about. Uh, yes, I, like and Eva, um, like end of Eva points to this, and it's in it's in the original show. This is not a new thing for these movies, but like 
the idea of Shinji and Gendo as very similar people is true about Eva. That is like a thing that is always true. Uh, at least, especially in End of Eva when he's like, oh, no, I distanced myself from my son on purpose because I thought it would hurt less and actually it ruined the world. Um, yeah. Is like the moral of End of Eva. Uh, and through these three movies, we get a different side of this, which is that like, there it there is no sympathy for gendo here or like and i'm talking about the first three like uh, if you've seen the third uh, the uh the last one things change a little bit um which is which is honestly why i'm like curious going into the fourth one because everything that has happened that has gone wrong is because of gendo every single time a character has achieved catharsis has like done the right thing it has been it has actually made the world worse because gendo fucked up with the spears or put him in the wrong thing or like they have been manipulated to the point where even if in the metaphor of eva as a show about connection the characters make those connections uh it doesn't lead to good results because it has been set up by an adult who is abusive and so i am going into this into the finale being like this final movie has to be about recognizing that the characters haven't failed they have been abused uh or even like not even that directly or they have been manipulated it is not their fault it is not eva's response to most things is to go introspective is to be like oh you're scared of this but this and this there is outside forces at work there are reasons the world is the way there is that are not that cannot be solved from an internal catharsis will uh the final movie actually do this i just want someone to go up to get him and shoot him in the fucking head because it's the only actual solution and then we watched well. and then we watched four 3.0 and i got literally everything i wanted but I, in the way that like a genie would grant wishes um so the first hour of the well it opens with the paris thing we we both watched like a year ago whenever they showed many a small bird drive away a hawk (laughs) (laughs) and that stuff's great it's sick it's very cool i liked it a lot um it doesn't mean anything it's just spectacle for the sake of it but that's fine um and then you get um the ava team showing up at like the like you know one of the last human cities and you just get all of my favorite characters like uh like toji, uh, toji and class rep are, are here they just call her class rep even though she's like a th- like a 40 year old woman with a kid now they're in the they're i think they're in the late 20s okay <laughs> they're like 29 so <laughs> ancient in anime years darling and the franks happened to everybody <laughs> i guess it did I hate to break it to you, Prime Minister of Japan, since <laughs> Abe, but you ain't doing anything about the declining birth rate. But, like, this movie begins, and, like, Shinji wakes up in this village, and, uh, Flanders and, um, uh, Carmen are there. Uh, yes. Like, directly. He's wearing the same overall. Uh, she, it's, it's, it's a, a girl in this one. It's uh, the class rep's daughter. But, uh, it, it's fucking Flanders and Carmen. I know what you're doing. Yes. Um,. Yeah, uh, and you just get to hang out and, like, you know, Toji's, like, not a doctor, but he's, like, trained as, like, a medic, and that's the best they've got, so he's, he's like, the town doctor, and it's just, it's just good. They, like, Shinji has this bit where he's, like, closing himself off, whatever, and everyone's like, no, we'll just let him be, and we'll talk to him, and we'll do our best, and then he has a moment where it gets too much, and he breaks down crying, and then he's like, I feel much better now. That's what it's like. (laughs) That's That's it. This 40, this opening 40 minutes is, and... They might, this might not be true. If I went back to the original show, I'm sure there are episodes I would like more, but it is at least one of the best 40 minutes in Eva. It's the best 40 minutes in these movies. Even if I like, I got more catharsis from the ending of 2.0 when I watched it because of my investment. I think this is fantastic because my, my 
primary frustration with 3.0 is that the road was clear for the, like the character development and it felt like everyone regressed because it felt like shinji at the end of the movie was just like end of eva star comatose and not able to realize that like there are problems in the world beyond his internal state and instead of like the regular eva thing where he goes into himself and we get the um you know train situation or whatever we just get real characters interacting with each other and there is no there's no metaphorical angel thing there's no instrumentality to fix him he talks to people he cries he runs away for a month uh he slowly gets out of his shell and it is like a vision of healing that feels honest (laughs) to what it actually is like to have depression in a way that eva has never been because it's too invested in the grand metaphor of it all yeah you also get a, a montage of uh, Ray going through the same stuff. You're like, man, she's learned to be a person. Like, if she's out of Ava, she can just be a normal girl, and it's great. And she has like emotions. She's discovering things she likes. She like has a personality. And then it, and then Otto comes in swinging his scythe, and once again, Ray is gone, just popped. Yeah, Ray just 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 stops existing because she's got LCL withdrawal. Yeah, um, and it's it's honestly more out of like convenience for the plot than anything uh, yeah but but it's to motivate shinji to leave town and go talk to gendo because he needs to do something yeah i I, th- I think it's fine as an emotional moment but it's like yeah but it is like class it, it is by definition classic fridging of like we kill the girl to make the guy do something because otherwise he wouldn't move he would but be all, inert in our plot but the version of this where shinji doesn't leave town is the better movie <laughs> yes because it gives us this but you know it still has to be a movie about evangelion stuff happening we have to have the action stuff in the in the back half but like because this stuff is so so strong it there is the movie's in a double bind where like it has to do the crowd pleasing stuff and everyone's building this confrontation but the idea that like shinji finds a place with different people to talk to and a purpose in life and like humble normal work and everyone's like because there's no um because the world is so ruined like work in this is not work in the way that we think of work it's not like he's not getting a job he is working the land because they have to grow food or ray is at least in his in her scenes and shinji like helps out with the equipment stuff with kintsuke uh everyone's jobs are very directly tied materially to their lives in a way that is never true for either which is like a massive machine of like industry to build the weapon of humanity against the gods uh yeah and it offers a vision of like going beyond this that when the film eventually gets to its point and says we have to go beyond this uh you're like you you were there you were already there <laughs> um so it's kind of in a double bind because <laughs> yep. by this point it's done like eva's over he's better not only is he better he has fixed other people and they have fixed him the, the moral of the story is complete and the last two hours are kind of completely arbitrary to me <laughs> Yeah, uh, then we get a bunch of action. My thing with this movie, and this is kind of true of all these, but like this one really drove it home, is like, this is so expensive and it's taken so long and they care so meticulously about making sure everything's on model and very ornate. I None of the action in this movie works for me at all other than that first opening bit. Like, there's a huge, like, fire, like, there's a big, like, firefight between a bunch of ships and, like, mechs doing shit. I didn't care about any of this. I thought it was inert. Like, I just didn't give a single shit. And I felt bad about that because, like, End of Ava, say what you will about it. Asuka fucks up those mass-produced Avas, and it's like one of the sickest things that ever happened. It's I, one of the nothing best in fights. this movie is like that to me. There are things that I feel exciting about in the action stuff, but it's more because of what's happening and less because of like the animation. 
Yeah, I I didn't I didn't feel anything for any of the action in this film. Um and it was a real bummer. Like it's like one it's the reason I like don't particularly like, you know, the story is whatever, but like none the action didn't work for me. Like other than the for the first pairs bit. Like I thought that was cool. Um but yeah, just nothing. That continues throughout. Like there's a there's a final confrontation between Shinji and Gendo, and I think it's laughably bad. I think it's truly terrible as an action set piece. It turns into Ruby. The show but like worse, because Ruby's got better animation than this. Yeah. Uh, but they're in it, like And it's it's just it's just two Avas at fighting each other with spears and like the you know a, a simulation of Tokyo three or whatever. Um and it's like it's it's like it feels very like mo-capped but in like a bad way like they're not doing anything cool it just looks like a toku show with like the like expensive anime filter over everything and like that's what he's going for this is meant to be a toku fight yes but he can do better than that i've seen shin godzilla (laughs) and like he also knows that were he to then like it wouldn't work if if they made two guys in Eva suits fighting with a spear in a t- like they could have cut to that. They could. I yeah. would have popped for that. That's yeah, the thing I yeah, would have it, been excited for. I would have popped for that as well. But like they are trying to keep they're, they're too. There are bits with the meta stuff in this where like they 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 don't push it all the way because they have to keep like they go to a soundstage in the middle of the yes. filming and it's a it's a real soundstage that they filmed some of the movie on because anna didn't yes. storyboard this because it looks it looks i mean i knew that because it looks like every video game mocap studio <laughs> yes. in the entire world but it's a soundstage that they have and then, drawn they, over. And then they show the logo for neon genesis evangelion and shinji goes ah oh, this really was the neon genesis <laughs> he, does, he does go this truly was the final fantasy 13 at the end of the movie um, but i mean like it's a drawing of a place that's real. Like they don't yeah. actually like they they could have uh, Megumi uh, Agata. I think that's her name. I may have got the O's wrong. I don't know. Uh, but they could have like the character, the actual actor standing there in that studio, and they don't. It would have been and better. I would have liked it more because that would have been a callback to Ava in a way that like w- like was deliberate and like made choices that are bold and would disorient people. Like it, if you're going to go for it, fucking go for it. Yeah, like it goes, but it doesn't like make that extra step. And it knows that like if it made the extra step, it would lose a lot of the audience. Is what I meant. And I mm-hmm. would kind of like it, but I it might lose. I don't know if it would lose me, but like. <sighs> The end of the. I think I'd be. I think I'd be less bored by it all. I mean, that's the thing is like so much of the back hour of this movie is a retread of even end of Evangelion. But I think I like Anno's mellowed or the things he wants are more positive, and I generally think that's good overall. But I don't think it has like the the emotional teeth that End of Ava does when it's being weird, right? Like, uh, yeah, and I, it is hard. It is very hard to make, and then everyone's nice to each other and goes home, as like intense as and then all hope dies and the world ends uh, i mean i think i think it can be done i don't think anno's the person right. to do it <laughs> but there are movies where i have felt that way and if, if it felt yeah. like this is where i come to 2.0 is that 2.0 gets the closest to making me feel that way because instead of it being uh an hour of a normal by fixing everyone it is one huge catharsis that you didn't expect at the end of a movie uh, we have when- we have watched mech shows in ggb coverage where like near the end someone shows up and is like stop this you're all children please be nice to each other that's all we've ever gotten and like that's the that's the moral and it works and it's electric <laughs> yes that and because and, it, it can happen like that's not a thing that is like necessarily bad and so i i'm i'm more positive on this the back half of this movie than you yeah um i liked some of the action stuff i i agree with you your complaints about the action in the middle section uh visually but i think mm. that a lot of the stuff that happens is cool that i still pop for it uh yes. the bit where they like die like do like it's time for operation yamato and then he takes like a track from um I think it was the war in space as we found out where that came from 
Mm-hmm. Uh, when I heard it, I was like, "Is this an?" Ori- I, I was really hoping it was an original song. They just like learned they could still they, you can still use a wah pedal when you compose stuff, but yes. it was specifically taken from an old movie. My um, thing with that specifically is like the, the opening in the Paris stuff. They already used like six air like Yamato ships as a huge shield, and that's riffing on the idea of when they shoved them down that Ava's throat in the original show. Like all this stuff is just callbacks for the sake of callbacks. I mean, me, the the ships point. are like part. The ships are there in 3.0. They have always, they, yes. they, the yeah, ships yeah. are like a part of their arsenal in a way that's like, it is only one reference, but every time it's the same reference, right? Like they just have, yes. they just have an army of Yamato ships. Yes. But like, I thought the shield was way better than when they used them all as missiles at the end there. Like, I, I get it. You did it. You already did it. It's cool when Asuka takes her eye patch off, even if like the fight is incomprehensible. Yes. Um, Cause like they've, they've gone to such an abstract space as they're like in the, the, uh, the North Pole at the like site of Second Impact, and they're fighting in such a yes. strange place that you'd think the imagery would be better than it is, mm-hmm. because Eva's good at this imagery, but it's it's yes. uh, at its weakest here. Um, there's one bit that I popped for that you pop- everyone who listens to us probably popped for, which is Shinji gets the robot like, but his sync rate was zero last time we checked, like last movie or whatever. Like he can't pilot Ava's anymore, and they check in because he, he's like he being incredibly good at piloting. And like, no, actually, the display only it displayed the number close to zero that measured it, and it's point nine 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 infinity. It's actually he's infinite sync. And this, if you do not know, is a reference to if you're gonna watch anything off of our recommendation please watch space runaway idion it is a classic 1980 anime ano is greatly influenced it's by yoshiki tomono make gundam like it more than every gundam put together i swear to god please watch idion it's really good yes and like ano earnestly adores this show uh, yes it's deeply yes. influential to Ava. it is a very important show i don't want to like overselling it at People get people who like Eva get annoyed when I was like, "Oh, you haven't like seen the proper stuff," because you know we're also nerds that can be annoying. Um, yes. So I try to like back away from that, but I do want to like genuinely. But it's good. Say, it's, it's worth it's, watching. It's, it's like a really watching. great time. Yeah. I don't and if you it, like Ava, you'll like the things that Idion's about. I'm almost certain. Yes. I like. I can't imagine you would like not enjoy all of that, uh, yeah. even if you end up like you know, even if Eva's too special to not like it more. You know, it's worth. Yeah, it. yeah. Um, but yeah, one of the one of the like bits in that show is there's a point where they measure the power and it's point nine 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 infinite. Yeah, uh, and huge pop nine 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 infinite. He's got yes. infinite sync rates because the, the equipment couldn't measure it. He's gone beyond. Uh, yep. And this is what I love about this movie in the middle section, and it's where I think the strength of the movie are in its meta stuff before it becomes actually meta. And that I think the moral of the middle section of the movie to me is we have the start right where. Uh, Shinji actually like all the emotional work of the movie is done in a setting where there is very little metaphor it is not a metaphor for how to become like get over your depression you are watching Shinji get over his depression in a way that I would get over my depression if I was traumatized Mm. Um, and so the middle part of the movie is the most generic thing that Eva has ever done and it has to be intentional because halfway through gendo suddenly shows up and he's in the ava now which he's never done in anything why would he ever do that but he's in the ava and uh ritsuko does shoot him in the face which huge work. doesn't take doesn't do anything uh but we do get someone just immediately shooting gendo in the face which i have literally been asking for for years uh so ritsuko does that that made me very happy but then he's gendo's fine because he's already taken the key of nebuchadnezzar and he goes to the anti-universe and suddenly shinji appears and is like i will take unit one i will confront him and 
now it is every jrpg ever made your dad is god or slash killing god and you want to like he wants to end humanity and merge the souls and you want to tell your dad that no humanity has a future uh and we can solve our problems it is the the single most generic thing like place to take either and it ends up feeling like a tribute to like this is always what the genre was this is the thing we love on some level and it is not more than that it is not less than that it is itself something worth celebrating in a way that so much of the conversation around eva is about elevating it above that and this directly brings it down to that level in a way that i can't help but find intentional like it's so much that like gendo and shinji are spinning around each other yelling about no humans have future to the point where it's just ludicrous this is so stupid um and i appreciated that as like a recentering of what eva was as a mech show <laughs> fair enough i just think it's kind of boring that's the other way to take it, because, you know, you watch um, the bit where Code Geass does this, and you're like, why is Code Geass doing this? It wasn't about this, but now it is for ten minutes. It's like my least favorite part. It's, it's literally what I told you. I'm like, I can't. This show's terrible. I hate the show now. <laughs> it's, it's required by law that this must happen in all these shows. Anyway, what matters here is the second that uh, Ritsuko sees Gendo, she fucking shoots him in the head. No hesitation. It doesn't really work because uh, underneath his like cool cyber visor, he's just like taken in the kill a kill life fibers and is like sick now. <laughs> he is, yes, though. He's become a god and abandoned his humanity. This is also my problem with all the action and kind of this end stuff too. Is um, Trigger worked on this? I know they got like some animators back and like all the Trigger you people can came tell. from. Yeah. Um, I like Kill a Kill, which is a show with a bunch of problems and like Trigger's always kind of gross but like their whole thing is like outrageous cartoons like everyone distorts and stretches and it's extreme and colorful and bright and ridiculous and i wish ava had half of the energy of the first episode of kill a kill in it ever yes i just i just want my cartoon i just want my big bombastic action sequences to hit different than this i want it to be about like the excess in like a very different way than what ava wants to do it is so weird that like with how abstract and like deformed the energy gets by the end of the movie everyone's still a model like that part doesn't change we have to have everyone be perfect on model but we can like dissolve the universe into a cg nightmare that we can change but like it's just very strange the things that are and aren't up for uh like messing with formally yes yes Ritsuko getting a moment, though, where she just gets to shoot Gendo, because famously, you know, end of Ava, she's confronted and, like, has him at gunpoint and then can't pull the trigger because she just loves him too much. And then her mom gets her killed. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's even worse than that. It's like, it's that. She's going to pull the trigger. She can't do it. Um, but she's also set the thing to detonate to kill them both. And then her yes. mom overrides her in the, from the computers. Uh, and this it's, is like... It's no. one of the... Like, there's, like, three really abhorrent things in end of Ava, and that's one of them. <laughs> The fact that, yes, that both both of them, both Ritsuko and her mother, who have been horrifically abused by this man, still, they still uh, love him. And, but, like, it's not, a, like, because it's End of Eva, these are, like, two minor characters. It is not a movie about how you still love abusive men. That is a movie people can make. Anna's not making that. Anna identifies with Gendo. And that's why it's so disgusting. Yes. Um, and so... I mean, also, yeah. Eva, like... Not in the last, I think it's like episode 23 or 24, has a whole episode about how uh, Misato is just like a broken woman because she sleeps around trying to replace the love of her father. It's just like the grossest shit in the world. Yes. Um, all of the like Freudian uh, stuff just like is bad. 
Yeah, it's because it feels it feels so. I mean, one because it's coming from Anno, and like just like anime is a masculine place, and it feels so judgy and paternalistic the way it's expressed. I think it's fine to express like if if Misato was that character and it was about being sympathetic to like sometimes people are messes in this way, it'd be more into it. That's not what Ava's about, right? Like, there's way too much else going on. Well, no, because like in the instrumentality stuff in the original show, which I I mostly like the original TV ending. The worst part is that like everyone comes up and is judgmental of Shinji uh, for the like actual flaws in the place personality that we spent the show with, and then everyone comes up and is judgmental of Misato for being a slut. Um, and that's like the that's the plot of the episode, right? That's literally what happens, uh, mm-hmm. and it's really uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Um, I still like Misato, but like yeah, she gets the short end of the trip in everything, including this movie in ways we're about to go into. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, Shinji's like, I will pilot the Ava, and then all the kids who she's ordered to, like, never let Shinji get into the Ava are like, you can't let him into the Ava, you gave us orders to shoot him if he tries to get into the Ava, and she's like, well, I, I, th- that was last movie, this movie I say we're gonna let him in the robot, this is the fourth <laughs> movie, we put him in the robot at the end, and they're like, that, th- that's not how anything works, that's, that's fiction, not real life, and I'm like, ah, well, in 15 minutes we're gonna throw a wrench into this whole works. <laughs> yes. Um, Kingdom Hearts is real. <laughs> Kingdom of Hearts is real. Kingdom of Hearts is everything. Anyway, she gets she gets shot by people taking a bullet for Shinji. It's fine. I'd rather that than she like kisses him right before she dies. She's like, ah, I would have fucked a kid, but uh, it's too late now, and then dies. That that's actually the miserable end for Masato. That might be my least favorite thing in End of Eva. Um, it yes. single handedly makes Eva repellent to me that that's like what they did with her. It's just I in the show, even though there are jokes about it, I have never read Masato as even slightly attracted to Shinji. No, um, like why would she be? <laughs> uh, and I know she's and like I- she's like flirty in the problematic way that like like you know loud adult women are to boys in anime. But I'm yeah, the part where that was like a real feeling she had is so sick. Well, I've seen, I hate it. I've seen readings of that scene that said no, she is just manipulating him to get him in the Eva. Um, but I don't think that's how I don't think that is how it is played. I think it is meant. There's to not enough. Lifted. There's not enough on the other like of her interiority to like make that call. I feel like that's being generous. Yes. Like, she is also doing that. Yes. Um, but in the way that, like, every adult relating to children in Mecca is about manipulating them yes. to do something. Uh, I, That's is, what the genre is about, ultimately, <laughs> is the violence that adults and institutions inflict on the youth. That is literally what Mecca's about. Yes. But it is still, in in the way they play the Masada scenes in that movie, I think are repre- you're meant to be representative of a genuine tension and desire. Uh, mm-hmm. and, and, like, I, I, there are readers that let me do it that way, and they also go, like, oh this is giving the like the audience has a crush on Masada. like you you want these like characters to fuck look at how uncomfortable it is and I, I just i just think those reads are giving the show giving the movie too much credit uh but anyway in this in this it's it's far more normal about Masado and the ways it mistreats her are frustrating but definitely more regular <laughs> yes uh because they're all to do with her motherhood in a way yes. that's like i'm 60 and not in my 30s <laughs> yes yeah, there's a whole thing about a kid she abandoned. Or I honestly, I don't, I don't care about any of this. So if you want to say something about it, feel free. Well, I do care because the answer, the end of the movie, right? Is Shinji? We have to actually talk about the end of the movie now. We have to talk about the whole okay. situation. Uh, sure. Gendo gives a big speech about how we're not so different, you and I. And then the whole monologue is just ripped out of blue blazes whenever anyone's being a nerd about anything. And I just laughed at the whole thing. It just was <laughs> the, the bubble was popped for me. I could not take any of this seriously because, like, in every representation of Ano that, like, his wife has a manga about him blue blazes about people who went to school with him and the other uh, like gynex founders and what they were like as in so everyone was an insufferable nerd in their like early 20s ano just talks like this this is what this man is uh 
it's always been that way. And I can't take it seriously. I'm sorry. This is just a guy like he might as well be talking to you about his favorite version of like common Rider. Like that's what this monologue is to me. <laughs> it's true. So, so that's the other, the other question is like in the, this is so transparently a monologue, like a, Eva's already famous as a show about like Anna. It is very personal. She needs a self-insert character. Again, is a self-insert character. Uh, and not only is that true, it's true of a lot of media, but it is publicly true. People know this about Anna. Um, and he talks about it. Would this have been better or worse if like there's a shot of Anna in this scene? Or like if, if the Gendo and the train I don't know, turns I don't, into Anna? I don't think so because it wouldn't be, it wouldn't lead to anything. I just, I just can't take this thing seriously. That's, it's just a me thing. I'm just because I'm like I know this is honest and this is deeply honest this man about the life he's led and oh yeah, like- yeah no no the thing with Anno the, the 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 one like saving grace where like as much as like I I often dislike his work I, I fundamentally like find it interesting that he keeps making stuff is he believes it a hundred percent because if he didn't he wouldn't do it <laughs> that's the one thing we know about him he's never done a thing he's not wanted to do <laughs> it is a- <laughs> there's, yes there's an interview with people uh, where Sir Mackie the assistant director is like no. I was talking about why why would Shinji be depressed in this way? Why would he be so like concerned with pi- like his reasons for piloting Ava when if he doesn't pilot Ava, everyone dies? Like it feels like you know, if I don't pay my rent, I, if I don't work my job, I don't pay my rent. It's a normal thing to have. And then he's like, I don't think Anna's been in that situation. He doesn't understand what that's like. That's yeah, Anna's never ever, Anna's never done anything because he was expected to and didn't want to. He just only does the things he likes. And I'm like that. That tracks with literally every other depiction of Anna across multiple pieces of media I've ever seen. This is just who this man is. It's so funny. It's like the meanest thing anyone's ever said about him. But it's not so, like it's mean because it's said with affection. It's like that's just who he is. Yes. Um, and so, like, as yeah. much as as much as I find his work uh, like sometimes very frustrating and i think he has deficiencies um in like his storytelling that crop up again and again there's just something about the purity of being on one's bullshit and not in like a like a clever way he's he's just like this there's no way to turn it aside uh yeah no uh, anna was living miami summer <laughs> yeah basically <laughs> his miami um, summer is because if it, if i thought this was him trying to be cute i would hate it i'd find it miserable i'd be yeah. so mad and i just can't i just think i just think he's like this and it's fine yeah absolutely no, okay that that is 100 percent true um which comes to my issue with the ending which i i mostly is exactly what i wanted the thing i have wanted in a lot of episodes of eva is we have the situation where shinji breaks through this is how ha- this happens like four times in the show <laughs> And then he falls down again. Um, and we had it into, oh, he breaks through and then he falls down again. And at the start of this movie, he breaks through and then he, you know, so it's like, well, where is that to go? Should, can we have an episode of like Shinji helping other people? Can we like, there are a lot of traumatized people in the show. Can we like deal with everyone's issues? And finally, at the very end, this is a show about Shinji taking his lessons that he has learned and teaching people how to uh, live. And I think that's really heartwarming. Uh, the the issue is that the definition of how to live and what it is to live a good life is being decided by a fairly conservative 60-year-old anime nerd um, <laughs> at this moment in front of my screens. And it mostly means pairing everyone off. Um, so do you want to talk about what, like, the, the final Masada? Because I want to talk about the ending ending, but I'll talk about the Masada shit. The Masada, so the Masada shit is, like, but I, it all ties into the ending ending because the ending ending, he makes, like, a new world. And, yes. um even though throughout the the thing what he's doing is fixing everyone and sending them back to the real world and as i understand the real world it is 
the the real world is the world of the like the real world within the fiction not our yeah, yeah, real yeah. world so he sends yeah, them no, back- no. i mean the thing is uh, he also is like it needs to be a world without avas but that's just and that's the gundam wing ending where we we toss the gundams into the sun whoops we need gundams again <laughs> so so he's going he's going there and fixes every everyone's like he fixes them uh everyone's stuff and he he gets ray out of the um uh, the entry plug finally after two movies of wanting this um and sends them all back to the real world but then he also has the power because he's he's at the evangelion imaginary so he has power over reality and then he makes a new world and then he wakes up with uh um, Mari at the end, and uh, Kararu and Wei, Re- yeah, and Rei are there, and they're also older, and he's older, and they're in Anna's hometown, and it's a new world, and we can all uh, live a new life in the new world. But so much of his monologue to Gendo was about how we, it is cowardice to think we can remake the world. We all we can do is live with the world we have made. So by remaking the world in any way, Gendo was just right. Just fucking put everyone in the soup. Then at that point, like, what are you talking yeah. like? like are you going to tell me I mean, remake this the world is, is this is this is the thing with like most of the, the, the almost every anime that approaches ah everyone needs to go in the soup we're all going to merge in one consciousness comes out on the other side saying no it's important that the youth become salary men and mothers to kids of a new generation and they pair off then to go into the soup where everyone could just be happy you have to participate in the status quo this is persona's problem this is code geass's problem this is a lot of gundam's problem this is ava's problem this is fucking Ubiquitous. This is the genre. This is the genre. And this, it's anime, it's JRPGs, it's a lot of Western stuff too. Uh, yes. Even if it doesn't always have the same metaphysical. Uh, even Marvel like yes. does this on a, to an extent. Yeah, like yes. it, the, the the thing that is desirable is to return to the status quo. But the guy who was trying to like uh, like had some valid points, but was going too far, is been defeated. And if that means resetting the universe, it means resetting the universe. Then there's no more robots but, until until next time we need to sell an Evangelion thing. But the difference here is that. The world that exists in Ava is a new world of possibility by virtue of it having been destroyed. And yes. uh, I assumed we were going back to the village at the end of this movie with everyone who survived building the new world with their hands and not with metaphysics. Um, no, instead we're going to your name. <laughs> instead we're going to your name out of fucking nowhere, which, first of all, what? Uh, like, the part where... Because I've seen people debating this and people saying, no, only Shinji and Rei and everyone are in the new world because they couldn't go back because they're in the anti-universe. But like, Kensuke and everyone are still in the other one. And like, I didn't see that. The movie doesn't take me there. I, after Shinji goes into also, the universe... Also, that's like, that maybe is the most depressing possible read of the movie. <laughs> if he's made like pocket universes for everyone, yeah. that's hell. He has made hell in that situation. <laughs> uh, like, but I just like, generally speaking, I'm like... It, when you said to get like the arguments against gendo's plan were that it was running away from his problems in the way that you had and you have now learned to not do that once you entertain the possibility of remaking the world at that point i think gendo's plan is better i think everyone being in the soup is better i think it's just like it's a new form of existence there is no it's better than living as a salary man in japan yes (laughs) it's better it's a better and like participating in wage labor is not a solution (laughs) And I understand the metaphor of the movie is now we're free of evil, we can make our own life, but like the the actual logic of the fiction falls down. And this is where the uh, Misato stuff comes in, is that Misato had a kid with Kaji who is living in the town and she is abandoned and does, he doesn't even know um, that uh, she's her mom. Uh, she's his mom. Uh, and she sacrifices herself to go down with the ship to get the uh, staff to Shinji. And the entire time I was like, someone stop her? 
please someone stop if if at the end of this movie the moral isn't like Misato goes back to her kid because Gendo like this is the mistake Gendo made uh like that was more important as like a single plot point of how Shinji should teach people to be better than the like metaphysical stuff at the end and it didn't happen yes. because I don't think Misato's given that kind of consideration um and I was because I when that when they, when they brought up that plot line I was like oh well of course she'll be stopped from sacrificing herself because that's ultimately a selfish thing because she's mad at Kaji for doing the same thing and I don't like she gets the most depressing ending I don't understand why this happens to her even if in the moment it is played as like a triumphant I, sacrifice I, mean, I I have some I have some guesses why this happens <laughs> yeah yeah fair <laughs> enough. <laughs> You got some thoughts and ideas. Yeah, it's yeah, almost. Okay. It's also. It's also why uh, they think it's really cool when uh, Asuka hangs out in her underwear and a big army jacket with like her boobs out the entire movie. Yep. Which leads into some. Sh- that stuff is frustrating because there are some shots where it's like intentional and good. There's a shot where like Asuka's just naked and Shinji doesn't care because he's basically comatose. But then also Kensuke doesn't care. She's just fucking like this. He puts a coat on her and it's like, go sit down. And the shot's not pervy because it knows in this specific moment uh it, it can't be it has to be about that tension however in moments where like the shot is just a shot and they're having dialogue over it whatever animator can just go fucking nuts <laughs> well, there's, a, there's one shot specifically where it's her like she can't sleep she's laying on like the tommy floor like mats or whatever and the camera's just like right up her hole basically it's like it's, her in yeah. her underwear and just like oh let's lo- let's get the big panty shot of asuka t- tossing and turning in her mental anguish living in this town because while shinji and ray might be thriving asuka's just waiting for the next mission because that's who she is now um because she's also a clone yeah, I I honestly just don't have any opinion about that. I'm like, whatever. Things are happening on, on the screen, and I'm nodding <laughs> along, waiting for the next thing I care about to happen. She's a clone, but she's also an angel, because the thing that happened in the, in, in the last minute, I'm like, wait, is she a clone or an angel? What is it? I don't really understand what's happening here. Um, but again, I like once law starts happening to Eva, I basically like stop paying attention, because I'm here for the like interpersonal relationships. Um, yeah, it's weird. It's Eva's so weird, because I, like... It's like right before I stopped watching wrestling. Like, I'd turn on wrestling every once in a while. And I was like, I kind of like this storyline. But most of the time, I'm tuning it out and tweeting. And, like, that's kind of how I felt watching this movie. I'm like, there's things here that I like. And Ava's still, like, a thing that I like perceiving. But there's, like, a good 30 40% of this that, like, I yeah, you could just cut this out and I wouldn't care. Because I don't care about these things that Ava's about also. Yes. But, but I, I do. Know there, like, there's, there's some people who are going to just, like, feed off that forever. So I guess, like, it's not, you know, it's fine. Whatever. But I do think... Ava's such a, mon- like, a huge thing that has to be, like, a four-quadrant media piece. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I do think that, like, there, are stu- there is stuff in this movie that intentionally puts the lore stuff to, like, such a cartoonishly ludicrous degree that I'm like, oh, I don't think this is funny. Uh, in a way, I, like- I just, I just don't think the man is like has an ironic bone in his body. I just think that's the thing. I don't think it's ironic. I think it is like the same way that Gunbuster is about twelve million things happening. I think he thinks it is fun and cool when twelve million things happen and everyone says shit about them. He likes proper yeah. nouns because he likes proper nouns, not because those proper nouns have to mean anything. Um, well, yeah, I mean, there's there's a bit here where <laughs> Mari meets with Fuyutsuki, who's got nothing to do with this movie. He's literally sitting around going, "Gendo, is it time for your plan to reach fruition?" and she shows up she's like are we doing something he's like i'll get right back to you and he actually never does but he turns to her and he's like ah it's you mary iscariot and i'm like that's hilarious the idea that like amari actually is like 
Mary, like, you know, mother of God, she's like mother of a new world here at the end, because the way that, like, the new universe is birthed is, like, the film dissolves into very fake, like, thumbnails. That's not how they made this movie. They don't, tr it's not traditionally animated. Like, you're just making a thing that's unreal. And then she, like, literally pops the bubble of, like, unreality by showing back up in bright anime colors or whatever. I love that. But also, she's, like, the turncoat who keeps a Ava from becoming End of Ava by, like, you know, betraying in the final thing, like, Judas Iscariot. But also, I know... Anno's not Catholic. He doesn't give a shit. This is just Ultraman shit that he's throwing at the screen. That's always that's all it's ever been. It's he ever does been. not care about a crucifix once, except for that time that seven Ultramen were crucified. <laughs> he cares about that more than any yes. religion. Yes. Uh, and like so, but there's a part in this movie where, or it's like in the last movie, I thought it was stupid when they were like near third impact, final impact. I'm like second impact and third impact means something when third impact's happening that means something by the time you get to fourth impact and near third impact and final impact what are you talking about in this we get like fourth uh fourth impact for real and then additional impact and it comes it goes back around it goes back around for me he's just saying words yeah no, because he, they go to the anti they go to the anti-universe and then shinji goes it's you black lilith and gendo goes it makes sense you would see black lilith but this is the Evangelion imaginary. And I'm like, <laughs> I hate this because there's like, there's like a, there's like a bit here that thankfully does not flourish into like what the movie's about because it's like too, about too many things. But this to me is like, we, we talk about Kingdom Hearts. I don't want to get too much into like specifics of Kingdom Hearts, but this happens to a lot of media where like, creators make important work and then that work continues past them and gets out of their control and then they're middle-aged and they're thinking about it and then they start making works about making the work in like a meta way but i find it indulgent and masturbatory and like tedious and i think this really just gets on that line and stands on it to the point where it goes over a little bit and then other stuff happens and it kind of falls back but like i think this stuff's <laughs> fucking miserable i don't care what ano thinks about evangelion he made like what is it, eleven billion dollars off of Pachinko, like from <laughs> Evangelion? Fuck him. The 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 number I went, you know, you go look up like the highest grossing media franchises. Evangelion made so much more money than I ever thought, and it's all Pachinko. sixteen billion dollars with a B because of gambling, because of this show about a sad boy who just wants his dad to love him. I'm like, you, I don't care what you think about this. You fucking created a monster here, and like, having about like it's it's hard to come back and like understand the real and the imaginary, and the lines blur, and th that forms a new spear and i'm like i don't care what like go to a therapist don't put this on us i mean he has this is the movie about how he's gone to a therapist and the therapist is his wife like that's what the movie's about <laughs> yes that's the worst part because uh, the moral of the movie is if you just get married to a nice girl you'll probably get over your shit which i don't know how that's gonna help the like people who relate to shinji very much i kind of find that a little <laughs> condescending um, yes it would help me a lot i'm sure it would help me a lot if i got married to a really nice girl who fixed my problems thank you for your advice mr Arno. <laughs> Um, Anna's like, Anna, you know, he 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 got he made Ava like he was reading a bunch of like uh fucking psychology books. This one he like really like read Scott Pilgrim and took some lessons in. He's like, that's it. This is the solution. Clearly, but Scott Pilgrim's <laughs> actually not about that. I'm I'm poking fun, but <laughs> I know we've been negative about it. But I mostly enjoyed like you know because I still got there are still things in this ending that I really like. I like the moment where Oscar. Uh, and this is also earlier than the ending. I like the bits where Oscar and Shinji talk to each other. Ask like. Shinji being like, do you understand why I hit you? And Shinji giving like a very normal answer about like, well, because of the world and the things that happened and you couldn't, you didn't know whose fault was and I'd abandoned you because I was in the plug and she was like, it's because I had a crush on you and then I grew up 
and now you're back and it's weird and i feel out of time and i feel out of place and she's like oh i guess that makes sense then he comes back in the ending and they do a scene that like would work if half the movie hadn't just been like shots of Oscar's ass uh, yes where Oscar's like um tits out end of eva suit ripped up yeah yeah um, yeah yeah she's it's like they're on the beach they're literally on the beach they're on the beach men of eva and there's a scene about shinji like ha- his hands around his knees he's not touching her and he is saying thank you for being in my life i'm sorry it's really good it, yes it it's really good i'm like man if only i got this in end of eva none of this would my like, whole life would have been different <laughs> right and that's it, my it, new world <laughs> is put this scene in end of eva um I think it only works because it's been so long. Like it, yeah. to to like look back and recognize that the things in that movie were an expression of something evil, which is like a thing that like End of Eva does understand on some level. It just thinks it's worth expressing them, um, and to come back and reflect on that in a way of like I, you know, it, it addresses the stuff very directly. I think it, I think this scene is really good and a like, really great human moment between these two characters. Um, I think the like meta side of it of having asuka be tits out in this moment and shinji like not do anything doesn't work when the rest of the movie's so pervy about her you have to it has to be an intentional decision to do that once for it to work otherwise you're just drawing asuka's tits and it doesn't mean anything um uh so i, li- I like some of that stuff i like the stuff talking to kawaru and shinji and like kawaru realizing that like once shinji is normal kawaru has no purpose like kawaru is now the broken one um, well, Kawar, there's literally a scene where I don't even remember who he's talking to, but they're like, "Yeah, you know, you've been you've been caught in this stupid loop where you just show up at the end of the story over and over again. Aren't you sick of it?" And he's like, "Yeah, no, this sucks. But then, <laughs> I would like to be a character someday with like things of my own." But then he like gets sent. I, I can't tell if he gets sent sent to. I will have to. No, I'm not watching this again. I don't care about the specifics. Where the imagery breaks down here is that like there's in the bits where like Kawara is Gendo and talking to Kaji, and that's what he gets sent to, but he's in the universe at the end so i'm like which part's real which part's a metaphor i i it's, it's all a metaphor it's a fiction it's not a it's a movie um so what is the purpose of this imagery and where is it where's it all building to in a world where like shinji's not back at the village at the end of the movie i don't understand like all of the abstract stuff then becomes the ending and not just a way of working things through to i thought while i was watching all the abstract stuff that it was a way to repair everyone for when they return to the real world but they never do we the camera never does even if technically like a lot of people are still there maybe they never went in the soup um we don't see that we see anna's hometown on a drone shot yeah um i don't have it i don't my thing is like fundamentally i watched this i was like this is fine this is a capital f fine i enjoyed a couple things i was mostly kind of bored it was way too long it's two and a half hours long like are you fucking kidding me the first 40 Um, minutes are better than the rest of it combined yeah i was like i was like we've waited like over a decade and four movies for for this and i just i don't i just don't i just don't care like fundamentally how we open this is how i feel i just don't care enough about enough eva to like get what people are going to get out of this and it's fine whatever um I, is, I, like that's a bummer i understand like i feel like i'm failing as a critic when my my reaction is destroying me like yeah that happened but like sometimes that's how, that's what movies are sometimes it just doesn't hate you well the other part is that like that's the moral of the movie on some level <laughs> is to stop caring about Eva, which I think is a little... Um, yeah, the- but, like, he's already he's already fucking saying, like, oh, who knows if this is actually the end of Evangelion because he, it makes too much fucking money. He he wasn't actually saying that. He is, he is done. Th- those were some articles. But he was like, I guess I could explain the, like, time skip, but I'm probably done. Okay. Um, I mean, the reality is, like, Eva will continue to make merchandise because it's fucking Evangelion. Billions of dollars, you know? Yes. 
Um, and and like that's fine i guess but like the in the part where ava is such a monolithic and huge thing in like japan and 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 has a different cultural cachet and weight in in the west will continue to be weird and hit my brain in bad ways because of how i grew up what like interacting with anime and that's fine and maybe they'll make more maybe they won't and that's fine but like at the end of the day we're done i'm done and i can be free and i'm just probably not going to think about evangelion much I was surprised at how much I was invested. Like I was frustrated by a lot of the ending, but I was surprised by how much I got invested uh, because I had thought I'd already like got over it. Like I, I really cared about Eva at one point, and uh, now I'm 27 and I don't. Um, and I've watched too much Gundam and Idion and stuff. Uh, but I, I do think that like the meta stuff is the part where the movie is um, worst. I don't, I don't like that. That I think the part where. The fi- the final twist in the movie is that the Neon Genesis in the Neon Genesis Evangelion title meant the birth of a new world, literally, as he makes a new world, which is Japan, you know, which is becoming a salaryman. I think that is the most depressing possible thing you could ever put at the end of this movie that I mostly liked about Shinji being normal. And I was so happy to see him be normal and just like a, you know, someone who can in- process his emotions. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh but yeah, um, and now we're free. And I, I, I wonder what people think of this podcast. I hope you liked it. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go watch Magma Diver maybe this week. That's a good fucking episode of Evangelion. Yes, classic episode I, of anime. I know that it's like people hate that episode, and they don't understand. That is what I'm here for. Is everything that's in Magma Diver? I mean, Magma Diver is the it's a new monster every week. Tweets. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Are you, are you, uh, yeah, our friend uh, Casey, who's been on this podcast, Minovsky Particle article article i uh, had a tweet that was like uh, i hear people say that they hate the monster of the week have you listened to yourself a new monster every week and yes absolutely there's a new angel attack every episode and we have to do something crazy to defeat them this time we're, we're putting on diving suits and going into a volcano that's sick it's the stuff eva's best at and it's the stuff that cannot like pretty much flat across the board be in a movie because it relies on the formal structure of a television show where a thing happens and it's not that important but it is a vehicle for interesting stuff to happen to the characters and to the plots uh where's the jet alone movie right you can't put that in a movie because you can't do an episode about that in the middle of an actual like ongoing movie um yeah i think 2.0 gets the closest where it like just straight up does the the mission where the like eva drops from the sky um, yeah, well, I mean, to be fair, that's my favorite angel fight, so good good on him, I guess. So sick. Uh, but yes. it's, it's all that's all better in the show, and it's the stuff the show's best at, and it's also the stuff where the show's most directly stealing from Ultraman, uh, and it yeah. doesn't have, like, um, ambitions be- beyond being an artsy Ultraman. Um, yeah. And I think that's that's where, that's the heart of Eva to me, now, at this point. Yeah. I would I would love it if Ultraman had expensive mid-90s uh, Gynax animation at all times. It'd be my favorite show in the entire world. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, we just finished watching Big O. Like, that's kind of that on some level. Like, it's, you know. <laughs> it really is. It really is. Yeah. Um. Anyway, uh, yeah, I have I have no other Ava thoughts. Thank God. Head empty. <laughs> Short episode. Um. Glad glad it to be done. Um. It is funny doing this at the same time as Turn A, which is like Tomino is coming back after. It, he didn't take as much time off because he made Zeta and everything. Uh. And he's only been like seven years gone. Um. But it is. Gundam has spun out of his control and he is coming in to like make his version of it to remind people what it is. Um it's so much less indulgent. <laughs> and also like reflecting on what Gundam didn't do well the first time. Like yes. what what if I I'm a little older, maybe hopefully a little wiser. What other things can I talk about that aren't just like 
you know, the imperialist state crushing anyone who would oppose them, including the children who live under the imperial state. And the answer is like a bunch of wild shit that's really cool. Turn A's on Gundam's incredible. Uh, uh, but I, I just like, I look at Rebuild and I really like it, but I think the meta stuff and the meta fiction of it all is so all encompassing in ways that I'm like, you could talk about this in so many ways that aren't just, is either worth it or not? Like that's the yeah. ultimate question, which I don't think is very interesting. It happened. It existed. You made it. Yeah. Like yeah. That, whether it's worth it is irrelevant. You made it. So to and, say, and your just... like Otto's specific concerns of whether it's worth it are not a thing I think is worth sharing with an audience. I just don't think. I think that's like literally wasting everyone's time. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. the audience will automatically answer yes by watching Evangelion. It's one of the highest grossing anime movies of all time. Even if it wasn't like interacting with a thing, even if it's like a thing you don't like, even like I like there's movies I hate, like interacting with them is meaningful because it like reflects something about myself. The the act of creating art and reacting to it as you take it in is meaningful. That's what being a person is, right? Like yes. asking, oh, is it worth it that I wasted 25 years of my life making this mecha thing? I don't give a shit. Like I said, talk to your wife, talk to your therapist, like find God, please <laughs> like, leave it out of your fucking movie. <laughs> It is, it is just a frustrating, like, very final point. Yeah. Uh, but I guess that's, you know, that's all we have for the Rebuild. Just a short, hour-long podcast there. Yeah, we'll be back in a week uh, with an episode on Kamen Rider O's. We're watching the first 28 episodes. And then after that, we're watching Grand Blem? Blem? Grand Blem, right? Grand Blem? 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 I think it's Blem, but whatever. Okay. What um, and, yeah, and then there'll be other things besides. I don't remember what. I, uh... I think we're due to watch the end of Gurren Lagann. That'll be ridiculous to come back to. We are. We really are. God. Um, Anyway, if you listen to this because this is topical anime and not the normal shit and you don't listen to us typically, Jackson plugs. Yeah. uh, I'm at HeadfulsOff on Twitter.com. You can find the other podcast that me and Em do at AbnormalMapping.com. They're very good. We've got Abnormal Mapping. That's some gaming stuff. We play some video games. We're playing (laughs) some ridiculous RPGs this month. Um, And yeah, it's good. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at em underscore being. You can find uh, our podcast that you... Uh, sorry, you already said that stuff. If you would like to support us, you can go to patreon.com slash normal mapping. For $1 a month, you get the Great Gundam Project. Right now, us and our friend Austin uh, Walker of Waypoint Radio fame are watching Turn A Gundam. We just finished Big O. We're about to start Planetes. It's going to be a great time. If you have $5 a month, me and Jackson talk about blockbuster movies every month in a podcast called Blockbusters. We watched uh, Tron Legacy recently and talked about the ways Disney was trying to replicate the idea of Star Wars before they just bought Star Wars, because that's what you do when you have billions and billions of dollars. Um for $10, you get VoIP Life, where we goof around. There's free uh, versions of all those episodes if you'd like to check them out and get a taste of what the shows are. Um, and at $1, I think a bunch of them unlock that we've marked at $1 in the past. So the, your feed will be full of content for even a dollar. Um, and it's a great uh, way to help us. So thank you, everyone who listened. Tell your friends. Maybe explore Beach House. We watched a bunch of great shows on this feed. If you just want to hear about like incredible bangers, you want to hear about Dirty Pair, an incredible show everyone should watch, we got your back. Oh, Project Eden's better than Evangelion 3.0 plus one, but I... I mean, Project Eden is like top three anime films ever made to me, so yes, absolutely. <laughs> Safari Eyes. Damn, that's put that at the end instead of Eva song. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, thanks everyone for listening. Uh, congratulations. Congratulations, God.